What is up, everybody? We are back with a brand new episode of the Silver Lions Playbook Podcast. Um, this is part two of my mock draft, so we will be beginning with the third round of the NFL draft and continue until the seventh round. Um, that'll be about a eight or nine minute segment, and then after that, I'll have another segment where I cover the um, roster and the depth chart after the draft to see what we'd be looking at and then I cut the roster down to 55 players as well so we have the final roster um the final depth chart if I was the coach but I did it for Matt Patricia's system obviously so it would be realistic to what the Lions would be doing in real life um so yeah let's get right into it so far we've seen Jabari Zuniga come off the board to the Bengals defensive end from Florida and we saw Joshua Uche, outside linebacker from Michigan, come off the board to the Redskins. Jacob Phillips goes to the Miami Dolphins after the trade back that we had with them earlier. Prince Tega Wanago goes to the Jets at number 68. Okay, so here at number 69 is where we would really try to trade up. Um, we are looking at Matt Hennessy to trade up. The Panthers hold number 69. So let's go ahead and offer... Let's start out with a high offer. Let's go pick number 85 and pick number 109. I know I'm giving up a third and a fourth, but we also have a later fourth-round pick. And I really feel Matt Hennessy could come up here and step in from day one and be a starter at guard. Um, so let's go ahead and try that trade. Oh, and they accept it. Wow, that's uh, kind of surprising. I didn't think that was going to work off first try I thought we would might even have to move down to number 70 to the Dolphins okay so Matt Hennessy is the newish addition to the Detroit Lions at pick number 69 remember now that we traded pick number 85 and pick number 109 we don't have another pick until pick number 149 and that is I believe a fifth round pick no that is a fourth round pick excuse me no I'm sorry that is a early fifth round pick okay so Going back here, Isaiah Wilson, the tackle from Georgia, goes off the board to the Dolphins. Bradley and I goes off the board to the Chargers at number 71. The Cardinals go ahead and grab a corner from Auburn. I cannot pronounce his last name, so let's just call him Noah I. Then Jason Strobridge goes to the Jaguars at 73, defensive tackle from North Carolina. Willie Gay Jr., the linebacker from Mississippi State, the huge combine warrior, goes to the Browns. The Indianapolis Colts select Hunter Bryant, tight end from Washington. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers select wide receiver Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. It's kind of surprising to me seeing a wide receiver drafted, but they do kind of need a third receiver there. They did take Derek Brown and Julian Okwara in the first two rounds, which is pretty good in my opinion. Um, the Denver Broncos select Raquan Davis, defensive tackle from Alabama. Good up front guy for them. Um, the Atlanta Falcons select Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver from USC. And, oh wow, the Jets came in quick with their pick. They've selected Malik Harrison, linebacker from Ohio State. The Raiders select Troy Dye, linebacker from Oregon. And the Raiders then select with their other pick. They select Amik Robertson, cornerback from Louisiana Tech. Um, at number 82, the Cowboys select... Wow, okay. We have a trade up of one pick. Wow, that's weird. A trade up of one pick from the Broncos. They trade pick number 83 in next year's fifth for pick number 82. 
and they select Brian Edwards, wide receiver from South Carolina. And then after that trade, the Cowboys select Darnay Holmes, cornerback from UCLA, another defensive back for them. James Lynch, defensive tackle from Baylor, goes to the LA Rams. Now, pick 85, the Carolina Panthers select Kyle Duggar, safety from Lenore Rhine. Um, that's honestly not a surprising pick. Uh, Kyle Duggar is one of the better safeties in this class, in my opinion. KJ Hill then goes to the Buffalo Bills at pick number 86. And then the Pan- or, I'm sorry, the New England Patriots select Jordan Brooks, linebacker from Texas Tech, which is a very good selection, in my opinion. Um, the Saints select Ashton Davis, safety from Cal. And then the Vikings select Solomon Kinley, guard from Georgia. The Texans select Logan Wilson, inside linebacker from Wyoming. The Raiders select Brandon Jones, safety from Texas. The Ravens then select Michael Walker, linebacker from Fresno State. And for those of you who are overhearing every single pick, after the third round is over, I will only be announcing the picks that I choose for the Lions or trades that I do for the Lions. So with that said... The Tennessee Titans select Matt Pert, offensive tackle from UConn, which is a guy that I really would have liked possibly later in the draft, um, obviously. The Packers select Lynn Bowden, wide receiver from Kentucky. The Broncos select Keith Ismail, center from San Diego State. The Chiefs select Lakai Fotu, defensive tackle from Utah. The Browns select Troy Pride Jr., corner from Notre Dame. And wow, the Pan- the Patriots go ahead and take their quarterback, Jacob Eason from Washington, at pick number 98, one of their two third-round picks. And then at 99, the Giants select Darrell Taylor, outside linebacker from Tennessee. At pick number 100, the New England Patriots select Rashard Lawrence, defensive tackle from LSU. And then the Seahawks select Donovan Peoples-Jones, wide receiver from Michigan. The Pittsburgh Steelers select Colin Johnson, wide receiver from Texas, and the Philadelphia Eagles select A.J. Green, corner from Oklahoma State. The LA Rams get Cam Akers. Wow, that's a really good pick. After cutting Todd Gurley, they get Cam Akers, who could be a very good replacement for him in year one and others to come. Uh, In the third round, too, that's a really good value pick. Alex Highsmith, defensive end from Charlotte, goes to the Vikings at 105. And then Robert Hunt, guard from Louisiana, goes to the Ravens to close out the third round of this draft and to also close out all the picks being said except for the Detroit Lions. So we decided to stand pat at pick number 149. We couldn't get any trades to go. Um, But right now we're looking at wide receiver Courtney Davis from Texas A&M. Here in the fifth round, we could also see Anthony Jennings uh, here taken and Thaddeus Moss are really the three guys that I'm looking hard at right now. Um, I'm really thinking that Courtney Davis is the most likely pick, seeing as we went corner, defensive tackle, running back, and then outside our offensive lineman. I believe wide receiver is the best pick here, um, but also... We have the one. We have a pick in three picks after this. So I think if we take Courtney Davis here, um, actually, let me look at what receivers we have left. Yeah, none of these guys are really catching my eye. So let me take Courtney Davis here at pick one forty-nine. Okay, we're here at pick number one fifty-two. 
Um, no need to trade up from this pick because our guy fell right into our laps. We are taking Anfernee Jennings, the edge rusher from Alabama, here at pick 152. Here at 166, we will pick J.R. Reed, the safety from Georgia. Here at pick 235, we will be picking Calvin Throckmorton, offensive lineman from Oregon. All right, so with the draft officially being over, go back and take a look at who we grabbed and what we did to do those picks. Um, at pick number seven, we took Jeff Okuda, cornerback from Ohio State, after the trade down with Carolina. We gave up pick number three in the first round and pick number 183 in the sixth for pick seven, pick 38 in the second round, pick 113 in the fourth round, pick 152 in the fifth round, and then next year's fifth round from Carolina. And then we went ahead and traded up for Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle from South Carolina. We gave up pick number 35 in the second round, pick number 67 in the third round, and uh, pick number 113 in the fourth round as well as that next year's fifth we got from Carolina in exchange for pick number 26 to go ahead and take Javon Kinlaw. I know that sounds like a lot, but we did trade up from pick number 35 to pick number 26. While that is a nine, or yeah, it's only a nine pick uh, trade up. The player that we drafted is definitely worth it. I think he could step in and just be a game wrecker from day one. And to get him at pick 26, a lot of people have him as a top 15 selection. And he ended up falling in this draft. And, I mean, we had another second-round pick, so it wasn't that big of a deal to give up that second-round pick for uh, Javon Kinlaw. And then two of those picks that we got, or that we traded away, we got in that trade back. So, I mean, really, we got pick we got Jeff Okuda and we got Javon Kinlaw for, at, for pick number three, I mean, in all reality. Um and we actually obtained an extra fifth-round pick after doing that, uh, pick number 152. But um, next, we took Jonathan Taylor after the trade back that we did with Carolina and getting their second-round pick, uh, running back from Wisconsin. He's going to step in and be our running back from day one, I believe. Um, obviously, on Johnson has that job to lose, but uh, I just think Jonathan Taylor is going to wow us in training camp and OTAs and show us that he's honestly just the better athlete and the better running back out of the two. Um, obviously, they'll do split carries because that's just what Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia and uh, Daryl Bevel would want to do here, but a great pick here at pick number 38 in the second round. And then we traded up with the Panthers for Matt Hennessy, offensive lineman from Temple. We gave up pick number 85 and pick number or pick number 85 in the third round and pick number 109 in the fourth round for, for pick number 69 in the third. And uh, Matt Hennessy, I think, will step in and either be our starting left guard or right guard. I'm not sure at this moment, but he will start at one of those positions from day one. And then pick number 149 in the fifth round, which was our own pick. We took Courtney Davis, wide receiver from Texas A&M. Um, with Danny Amendola being, I believe, 34 years old now, uh, we're going to need another slot wide receiver behind him, and uh, Courtney Davis just fits that bill perfectly. Um, and then pick number 152, which is the fifth-round pick that we got from the Carolina Panthers, we took Anthony Jennings, defensive end from Alabama. I was honestly surprised he was there. I was going to trade up for him, and... But he slid to us here at pick number 152. 
he is a beast, honestly. He's going to be one of our uh, rotational guys at edge from day one, but I do think he'll become a starter later in the year, maybe in our nickel packages or our NASCAR package. Um, and then at pick number 166 in the fifth round, we took J.R. Reed, safety from Georgia. Um, he's a versatile guy. I mean, he's not going to be a starter from day one or anything. This is obviously just a depth pick, but he could be our third or fourth safety. I think he'll do well on special teams as well. And then Calvin Throckmorton, offensive lineman from Oregon. I think he'll play guard, but I could see him playing, honestly, almost all offensive line positions. Um, but yeah, that's their seventh, seventh round pick, and that's the last pick of this draft. Um, so if I had to give myself a grade for this draft, I would honestly say probably a B, only because I did give up quite a bit for Javon Kinlaw. Um, but we did end up getting Jeff Okuda, Javon Kinlaw, Jonathan Taylor, all in the first two rounds. And I would honestly say that's a win for the Lions. I wouldn't have any reason to be mad if as a Lions fan if we ended up doing this exact same draft but so let's hop right into the depth chart um I'm looking at this as if I'm the Lions head coach uh obviously in the new CBA they changed it to 55 uh players on the roster after we or the week one cuts because it used to be 53 so offense we're going to carry three quarterbacks Matt Stafford Chase Daniel and David Blau um David Blau showed that he is a quality backup last year he started some games for us I mean obviously we didn't win but he didn't play like complete garbage I mean he's not a starting quarterback in, in really any capacity but like I said he's a quality backup and then we signed Chase Daniel to that um, deal so that he could be our actual backup in case Stafford goes down um, and then at running back, like I said, Jonathan Taylor's our starter from day one. And then we have Carrion Johnson, Ty Johnson, and Bo Scarborough. Um, we might want to look at free agency for some more speed there, but I think Ty Johnson and Jonathan Taylor will be enough. Ty Johnson will be more of our uh, scat back or our receiving back. And then Carrion Johnson will be half running back, half scat back, because I do think Carrion can, is a better receiver than Jonathan Taylor uh, off day one as a route runner. But then, of course, we have third down running back. We have Kerryon Johnson, Ty Johnson, and then Jonathan Taylor. Um, fullback, we have Nick Bodden and then Isaac Nauta backing him up. At tight end, we have TJ Hawkinson, Jesse James, and Isaac Nauta. Um, wide receiver one, Kenny Galladay and Travis Fulgham. Wide receiver two, Marvin Jones and Marvin Hall. And then slot, Danny Amendola and Courtney Davis. I don't see Geronimo Allison or Jeremy Davis or any of them really making the team over these guys. Marvin Hall adds some much-needed speed, as we saw last year with him averaging over 40 yards a catch. Travis Fulgham was our sixth-round pick last year, and I think he showed um, during the year last year that he is worth keeping on the roster. And then Courtney Davis obviously was our uh, fifth-round pick for the slot to be Danny Amendola's successor. And then at left tackle, we have Taylor Decker and then Tyrell Crosby backing him up. Um, these offensive, the backup offensive line positions are really interchangeable, so don't really... I mean, I have Tyrell Crosby listed here as my backup left tackle, but we have a couple guys that might be able to put be put there if need be. We have left guard Joe Dahl and then Calvin Throckmorton backing him up. Center, Frank Ragnow, and then Russell Bodine backing him up. Russell Bodine is a guy to keep your eye on. I honestly almost put him at starting left guard, but I want to see um, how he does, obviously, in 
real life before I make any assumptions about him here. Um, so I'm just going to go with what we know, and Joe Dahl is our starting left guard. And then Bodine will be Ragnow's backup. Um, right guard, we have Matt Hennessy, our third-round pick, that we traded up for starting there, and then Josh Garnett backing him up. That could be a battle in training camp. I feel Josh Garnett could be our starter at either guard position. He might even start over Joe Dahl at right guard. And uh, if, Bo if Bodine can't win that job... But Josh Garnett is, a, I believe, a former first-round pick from the 49ers. And I think without his injury history, he wasn't a great player. I mean, obviously, or else he wouldn't have been a free agent because he was cut. But the Lions picked him up for a reason, and I think he can do some things here if he stays healthy. But then at right tackle, we have uh, Hal Vitae, who we signed in free agency to that big deal, and then Odea Bushi backing him up. Like I said, those offensive line uh, backups are pretty interchangeable. And then defense, um, we have a multiple scheme. So I did the depth chart with um, both all three, really, of what I believe will be our base packages, quote-unquote. Um, so for the 3-4, we have left end Trey Flowers, and backing him up, we have Romeo Aquara. Nose tackle, we have Danny Shelton, Javon Kinlaw, and then Nick Williams backing, him, or backing them up. I guess Javon Kinlaw is technically the backup here, too. At right end, we have Deshaun Hand, and then Javon Kinlaw, Nick Williams, and Kevin Strong, which, obviously, the defensive line is pretty interchangeable. You'd only want, really, Danny Shelton, Javon Kinlaw, and Nick Williams at nose tackle if you can help it, but I wouldn't be hurt to throw Deshaun Hand or Kevin Strong there. I mean, it's not ideal, but in a need-be situation, I would do it. And then at outside linebacker, we have Jamie Collins, Austin Bryant, um, inside linebacker one, Jelani Tavai, Gerard Davis, and Jalen Reeves-Maben. And then uh, inside linebacker two, Reggie Ragland and Christian Jones. So the way that this is set up, Jamie Collins is our starting outside linebacker, and then Austin Bryant backs him up. And then the inside linebacker one, Jelani Tavai is a starter, and then inside linebacker two, Reggie Ragland is a starter. So Gerard Davis uh, backs up Jelani Tavai at inside linebacker. Christian Jones backs up Reggie Ragland at inside linebacker two and then Jalen Reeves Maven is kind of an interchangeable linebacker and then at outside linebacker Jared Davis starts there um, you might be questioning why I have him at inside linebacker one backup that's just because um, these are pretty interchangeable like I said and then Anthony Jennings backs up Gerard Davis at outside linebacker I guess I would be right outside linebacker in this case Anthony Jennings is a good edge rusher, but I had Gerard Davis starting there just because I believe he should have been an outside linebacker this whole time in a 3-4. I feel that's where he'd be best suited for his athletic traits and the way he has a problem over-pursuing. Um, I think you could put his hand in the dirt even. <clears throat> and then at cornerback one, we have Desmond Trufant, Justin Coleman backing him up, him up in Amani Aruwarie being the third there. And then cornerback two, we have Jeff Akuda, Daryl Roberts, and Jamal Agnew. Um, as you can see, Justin Coleman is not a starter in our three-four base, but I could see them, or uh, I could see Jeff Akuda and Justin Coleman being changed out quite often because Jeff Akuda will be a rookie this year. But I do think he will be the starter there at cornerback two. So basically, CB one and CB two are outside corners in this depth chart. And then we have free safety. We have Deron Harmon, the guy we traded for from the Patriots. And then Will Harris backs him up. And then G.R. Reed is our third free safety. Um, G.R. Reed, I mean, he's not ideal for free safety, but the, our safety room isn't great. 
uh, in terms of free safeties. Tracy Walker would probably more realistically be our third free safety, and then if need be, uh, we okay. So strong safety, we have Tracy Walker, Will Harris, and then Jaron Curse and Miles Killebrew. So basically, what we do here is say Deron Harmon gets hurt, and then we have uh, Tracy Walker slide to free safety. Will Harris will play strong safety, and then either Jaron Curse or J.R. Reed would play our hang. Um, so here, Tracy Walker is our hang defender, then J.R.N. Curse, and then J.R. Reed backing him up. So basically, our hang defender is kind of like the hybrid linebacker guy that uh, Matt Patricia seems to like to use quite a bit, and I think Tracy Walker would be great for that. Um, he also likes to put a safety in the slot quite a bit, which Tracy Walker was good at last year. Um, if they have uh, Tracy Walker could be playing man on a tight end, that's kind of what our hang defender is. It's basically a safety that's quote-unquote out of position. And then moving over to a 4-3, we have left end Trey Flowers. And we have um, Austin Bryant backing him up there. As you can see, I moved Austin Bryant from a outside linebacker to a defensive end for the 4-3 just because that's what he's more suited for. Um, then defensive tackle one, we have Deshaun Hand. And then defensive tackle two, we have Javon Kinlaw. So basically defensive tackle one and two are our starters in 4-3. So Hand and Kinlaw would be our starters. Backing Hand up, we have Nick Williams. And then backing Kinlaw up, we have Danny Shelton. And then as our uh, last D-tackle rotation person, we have Kevin Strong. And then at right end, we would start Romeo Okora day one and Fernie Jennings backing him up. I personally could see Anthony Jennings taking over Romeo Cora's spot here, but I, I would rather have Romeo Cora right now because he's a better run defender, in my opinion. And, I mean, he just knows our defensive scheme very well. Starting at outside linebacker, we would have Jamie Collins. And then backing him up, we have Christian Jones. Our inside linebacker is Jelani Tavai with Reggie Ragland backing him up. And then our outside linebacker would be Gerard Davis with Jalen Reeves-Maven backing him up. Um, This is... A hard one for me. I wanted to put uh, Reggie Ragland at outside linebacker here, but I just thought putting Gerard Davis at outside linebacker would be better for his speed because we have Jelani Tavai and Jamie Collins here, who Jamie Collins is a pretty good zone defender. Jelani Tavai is not terrible. Jared Davis is not a great coverage man, but he's very fast. So I think putting Davis there with those two slower guys would kind of help us out a little bit with side-to-side -side runs. Um kind of, you know, outside zones, that kind of thing with screens, etc. And then at cornerback one and two, like I said, we have Desmond Trufant and Jeff Okuda. Justin Coleman backing uh, them up. And then Amani Oruwarie. Then we have Daryl Roberts, Mike Ford, and Jamal Agnew. So I don't believe I had Mike Ford listed as my in my 3-4, but he would just be ahead of Jamal Agnew in our CB2. Um we have Deron Harmon at free safety, and then Will Harris and Jerry backing him up. And then we have strong safety Tracy Walker, Will Harris, and Jaron Curse, and then Miles Killebrew. Our safeties pretty much stay the same. Our hang defenders the same with Tracy Walker, and then Jaron Curse and Jerry Reed. Okay, so our nickel package will be our NASCAR or, you know, our um, where we have a slot corner most of the time. Um, I mean, obviously. We have left end Trey Flowers and Austin Bryant. Uh, defensive tackle is Deshaun Hand and Javon Kinlaw. And then our backups are Nick Williams, Danny Shelton, and Kevin Strong. That one is the same as our 4-3. 
Um, our right end is Romeo Acora and Anthony Jennings. I could see Anthony Jennings starting at this right end because this is um, obviously our nickel, so it would be more to stop the pass, so we'd want a better uh, pass rusher in there. I think Romeo Acora is good, but Anthony Jennings by like week four or five could be taking that spot over. Um, at linebacker one, we have Jamie Collins, and then linebacker two, we have Jelani Tavai. So that's our, our nickel backs, or our nickel backers, I mean. Jamie Collins, like I said earlier, is a good zone cover man. And then Jelani Tavai, I think, is a little bit better than Jared Davis and uh, Jalen Reeves-Maven cover-wise. But he's not terribly slow, but he's not super fast either. So we have Jared Davis backing them up, then Jalen Reeves-Maven, and then Reggie Ragland as our last nickel backer. Um, I would probably swap out Ragland and Reeves-Maven, but I've seen a little bit more from Maven uh, coverage-wise, in my opinion. And then our corners, we have Desmond Trufant, Amani Oruwariye, Mike Ford, and then Jeff Okuda, uh, Daryl Roberts, and Mike Ford. So this is where we have a slot. This is where we would put Justin Coleman or Jamal Agnew. Um, I do see Justin Coleman playing a little bit of that safety position, uh, maybe free safety. Maybe that's what we'll do is we'll take Jeff Okuda and then throw Justin Coleman at free safety when um, – uh, Deron Harmon is playing our hang defender, or, or I mean, I'm sorry, Tracy Walker's playing our hang defender. So we have a problem at punter. Um, our special teams are looking like this. We have Matt Prater at kicker, Matt Weil at punter, Dom Muleback is our long snapper, and then our returners are Jamal Agnew, Ty Johnson, Danny Amendola, and Marvin Hall. Um, Obviously, Sam Martin left for the Broncos this offseason, so we picked up Matt Weil. Um, I didn't look really for any punters free agency because I didn't want to be unrealistic and sign any free agents. I just wanted to run with who we had. Um, so Matt Weil was obviously already on the team. But Braden Mann was a guy that I really wanted as a punter, but I didn't have a six-round pick, and I wasn't willing to trade up very much for a punter. So we just went with Matt Weil. But... So that is it for our depth chart, and that is it for this episode of the Silver Lions Playbook Podcast. Thanks you all for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode.